Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor or a volunteer in your local congregation, Ministry in Motion is designed to offer you resources, cutting-edge ideas, relevant training, and inspiration for your ministry. Our topic today is Success Principles for Servant Leaders, and this is the second part. And our guest is Dr. Jeffrey Brown. He's had a <coughs> quite extensive ministry in leadership and now serves as the associate editor of Ministry Magazine. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you so much. I'm ready to jump in. This is a fascinating topic. Yes. Success principles for servant leaders. Yes. And you're gonna you're gonna help us look at it through the metaphor of sports. That's correct. Boxing. Boxing. And fighting. <laughs> and fighting. <laughs> and fighting. Oh my, you know <laughs> it's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fighting and being a Christian, it seems to be a paradox. Yes. Uh, talk about that for a moment. In fact, how in the world does fighting and servant leadership go together? How does it go together? Well, I remember myself as a young fellow in school, and uh, I thought of myself as the best fighter in the school. Really? Uh, I did, and uh, I convinced others to think of me <laughs> as the best fighter in the school uh, until a real fighter showed up. And uh, he and I fought together. The crowds came around, and uh, they witnessed me being pinned to the ground and uh, calling out in, in submission. <laughs> um, and the Bible does somehow use this analogy of fighting uh, to show Christian race in general, yes, Ivan, but the Christian leadership in particular, sure. that we must be, not maybe, must be, involved in a fight. You know, this word fighting um, and, and salvation seems to be kind of a paradox as well because we're not saved by our works. The Bible says Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, we're saved by grace through faith. Yes. But Paul does say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7, I believe, mm. fight the good fight yes. of faith. Faith. He says that. So fighting and, and being a servant leader, you got to help us unpack that even more. Well, <clears throat> the first principle that I would share uh, with us is that we must fight against. Um, we must fight against. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 26, the Bible says, uh, I therefore so run not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. And some of the modern versions say, I don't just shadow box. I don't just shadow box. And shadow box, as we know, is when we're in practice. Uh, but the dictionary talks about shadow boxing as uh, you are hitting no one in particular. Sure. Uh, there's no opposition when you shadow box. Well, when we come to be Christian leaders, that is when it's no longer the seminary. <laughs> it's, no, it's no longer the college. It's no longer books. It is a contact sport now. 
uh, leadership. You, you, you come into contact with people. And any time there is conflict, contact, sure. there is also conflict. Yes. There, there, there is conflict. And so the first principle is that we must fight against. Uh, we, we, we're not shadow boxing. There is opposition. And uh, I think, Ivan, that different opponents require different tactics that we must be, be flexible with the persons that we deal with, just as a parent, I think, yes. is flexible with, with their children. Yes, and so you're, you're, you're touching on this whole boxing metaphor. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess that would be relevant to us in the 21st century because boxing and fighting are synonymous. Yes. Um, but, but somebody may be cringing now as they listen. Let's dive deeper as a servant leader. Mm -hmm. um, help us understand this whole boxing, fighting metaphor. Well, of course, uh, it's not principalities and powers yes. uh, that we're fighting against, but spiritual wickedness. And the Phillips Version says, from the very headquarters of evil. Wow. And so the different enemies that we face and we fight, or the different opponents require... I believe, different strategies. And uh, we talk in leadership, obviously, about leadership styles, sure. different styles. And uh, there, is, there is, first of all, uh, people speak about delegating. Mm -hmm. uh, certain leaders delegate. But the, the, the flip side of the coin uh, would be deserting. Uh, mm. so, some delegate, but you still are supposed to supervise that. But others desert. They, they, <laughs> they give it and then they're off, off the scene. So delegating is a good strength. And we use that in different circumstances. Sure. Another style, of course, is uh, supporting. Supporting. But the negative or the flip side is suffocating. Mm. There, are, there are some leaders that they, don't they, they suffocate you. They don't give you the freedom to move and the freedom to breathe. And another style is a directing. Sure. And that is, that is helpful in many cases, but there are some who are dictating mm. the flip side of the coin. So sometimes we, we, we flip uh, from the right to the wrong. And finally, there is uh, coaching. Coaching. But there are some who are castigating. Mm. Uh, they're not so much encouraging the team, but they are whipping the team. You know, we, we've got to talk about this because the flip side of the coin, the castigating, the dictating, um, what is, what is some of the fallout when servant leaders practice leadership that way? Wow, it's wonderful, wonderful. Discouragement, mm. disheartened. Okay. Uh, and and it, it has been said that people do not quit jobs they quit leaders. Mm. And, 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 and so even if the pay is not good, they will stay if they feel welcomed, nurtured, if they feel affirmed. That's the word, if they feel affirmed. Sure. And so that is the job of the leader, to affirm his or her team. You know, I read a book called Watch Them Grow or Watch Them Go. Uh, okay. by two female authors, and uh, the premise was everyone wants to grow, and if they don't grow under your leadership, they'll go somewhere else to find out where they can grow. Uh, 
Beautiful. So people get discouraged when leaders lead with a heavy hand, it yes. sounds like. Yes, that is correct. Why don't you uh, hold that thought? We're going to come back in just a few moments with more Ministry in Motion and the success principles of servant leadership. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our guest today is Jeff Brown, the associate editor of Ministry Magazine. And we're talking about success principles for servant leaders. Jeff, we finished dealing with how servant leaders really don't lead in a servant-like way. No. Uh, being dictators, mm -hmm. um, suffocating leaders. Correct. That's correct. Um, let's finish talking about that because I think many people have seen leaders lead in ways in which makes us cringe. Mm -hmm. And so when we deal with fighting in the Bible, should we lead that way? Well, paradoxically, uh, some of those strong characteristics are, are, are characteristics that are attractive when a person is being interviewed. They are attractive going into the door, getting into the door. But when they are in the door, those hard uh, characteristics yes. are not conducive to success in terms of rubbing people the wrong way. Sure. And so I think um, <clears throat> we have to look at, uh, in the whole fighting metaphor, uh, we have to look at fighting for. The Bible instructs us that there are some things that we should fight against mm -hmm. and there are some things that we should fight for. I like that because some people know who their enemy are. That is correct. But they don't know what they're really fighting for. So that is correct. And, and there's a lovely text in Nehemiah 4 and verse 14 that uh, addresses this uh, fighting for. And uh, it says here, And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. And here it is now. And fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. And so there, 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 are, there are what we call hard skills and soft skills. Hard skills... Hard skills are things that uh, you can be taught easily, such as uh, how to operate a machine or how to improve your typing speed or mm. how, to, how to work on a computer. Those are what we call hard skills. But soft skills, these are ones that are not taught so easily, like interpersonal relations, how to, how to get sure. along with people. You know that, Ivan, <laughs> in, in your work, it, 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 some people find that very hard. And that's why some people say, uh, employ for character, train for skill. In other words, mm. you know, you can, you can train somebody with a skill, but if they don't have that character. character. Yeah, it reminds me <laughs> of, uh, uh, of an author's a comparison between whether or not we need character or competence. Ah. 
You know, I usually yes. ask people in audience, who, what would you prefer, character or competence? <laughs> and people wrestle with that, but you are correct. Competence can be taught, mm -hmm. but can character be taught? It's difficult, and, and we have to, as Christians, immerse ourselves you know, in the Word of God. Sure. The Bible speaks about the, the, adding to your faith, virtue and temperance and climbing the rounds of, of the ladder, character development. That is the private work, I believe, mm. that as leaders we must fight a fight for we've got to uh, we've got to uh, work against those things that that would bring us down our our characters it is a battle sure. i remember when i was a conference president and my secretary my executive secretary uh, dr kenneth manders uh, he said to me he's the president now and he he said to me, he had been there and I had come from overseas, and he said, Jeff, you know, the people will give you another four years if you'll just be nice. <laughs> you, know, you, know, just, just, you know, just be nice. He said, now, they're not going to give you another four years if you, if you don't achieve anything. I mean, you know, sure. after you've been nice, yes. we need some competence. <laughs> but right. but, but, but uh, character mm -hmm. was very important. It's almost like having a... <laughs> a godly character uh, and being a treasurer, <clears throat> yes. but ultimately that treasurer can't count, nor do they surround themselves with people who can't Right, count. right. So that becomes a problem. It becomes a problem. <laughs> it becomes a problem. But I think not only should we um, fight for, uh, but also the Bible says to us that uh, we should fight with uh, this is not a solo thing. We, we should fight with. Joshua tells us in Joshua 9 and verse 2, uh, the Bible says there in Joshua 9 and verse 2, that they gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua. Not, not against. To fight with Joshua and with Israel with one accord. Mm. And uh, this is the beauty of, of teamwork. Um, uh, teamwork is so important, collaboration. Oh, uh, yes. it, it, it is critical. And I, I believe that uh, we need to have a team at home as well as a team at our, at our place of employment. I think the team at home, they're our cheerleaders. Yes. They're our spouse that when you leave home, they say, I'm, I'm praying for you, or they send you a text. Yes. And, and they believe that we are the greatest individual, <laughs> you know, that ever lived. Uh, you, you, we need that. I thank God, you know, for my wife that mm. prays for me and lets me know uh, that yes. she does believe, you know, that I'm the, I'm the greatest. And even our, even our children. Yes. So, so uh, fighting with, so we have a team you know, at the base. That's important. Uh, and then we have a team. We're trying to create a team um, at uh, our place of employment. I should mention that um, one spouse would attend business meetings. One pastor's wife, uh -huh. she attended business meetings, hmm. which I didn't think was the best <laughs> idea. Yeah. And... Uh, her husband was being beaten up. I was called once to come uh, to one of these business meetings. And uh, I asked her, why do, you, why do you attend these business meetings? And she said, it is so that 
my husband, as he looks out, can see a friendly face. Wow. You know, she, she wanted he, that he at least, you know, see one face. Of course. Uh, oh, that thought. That okay. is a great <laughs> analogy. We'll come right back to right. that. We've talked about fighting for, fighting against, <laughs> fighting with. Yes. We have more fighting to do <laughs> next on Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. We've been talking today with Jeff Brown about success principles for servant leaders. And Jeff is an experienced leader. And Jeff, you talked about a story that I want you to finish dealing with fighting with. Yes. Uh, and you were dealing with team and that is correct. the spouse of a minister went to a meeting. Yes. A business and, meeting. And she, her purpose was to be supportive, which is what we're speaking about, being supportive of her spouse. Sure. And she wanted him to see a friendly face. So she was there as the members threw the verbal stones at her husband. But Really, it ended up making her bitter sure. toward uh, the, the members. She couldn't stand at the door and shake their hands and smile yes. after the sermon. Yes. So I believe she should have done her fighting in her closet ah. from home, yes. in, in, in prayer. And mm. so we must fight wisely, and, uh, but we must uh, fight for our our spouse, and then we, we're talking about collaboration, being a team, yes. that, that uh, I believe that my job as a president was to fight for my pastors. Huh. I remember once at the executive committee meeting, uh, some members were grumbling on, and they said, oh, these pastors, I mean, we don't know what they're doing. Wow. And I said, uh, oh, I said, that's, that's correct. What do you mean that's correct? Well, you said you don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I said that that's that's correct. But but I know. Sure. You know? I said yes. They come by the office. They call. They say, Doc, this is what I'm up to. I yes. said I am fully aware. Yes. And fully satisfied with what they're doing. I think the our team need to know that the person who employed them, sure, is a cheerleader for them. Well, in this whole area of servant leadership and, and fighting for, fighting with, where does ambition come? Um, yes. As a Christian, where, where do you see as a servant leader right. having much experience? Uh, yes. You know, where is ambition seen in all of this? It is a difficult one. It is something that as pastors, church leaders, we encourage in our in our members, in our youth, yes. and even in the book, Messages to Young People. You can be anything you want to be, we tell She them. says that, and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, she, Ellen White talks about becoming uh, a leader in the country, uh, sure. being a lawyer, uh, what have you, enacting laws for the nation. Mm -hmm. And we certainly do impress upon our young people that. Now, when it comes to church work, uh -huh. uh, is slightly different in that uh, our ambition then mm. is to be chief servant. He that okay. would be the greatest among you huh. should be the least. Sure. And so wherever that least 
takes us. Paul, the Apostle Paul, rose to great heights in, in, in terms of church leadership, but he called himself the chief, not, not of the church, but the sure. chief of sinners. Wow. And, and, and I think that that is a posture that we must want to be our highest places at the foot of the cross. Wow, I tell you, you know, that sounds like a fight within itself. <laughs> yes, that's true. You know, true. fighting against your own personal <laughs> desires and ambitions. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. I think that um, there are things we must fight off. Okay. And uh, the Bible says to us in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12 that, uh, verse 6, 11 and 12, that um, talks about our the fight that, the Bible would have us have, and it says here that, uh, forgive me, Ephesians chapter 6, 11 and 12, and the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, the Bible says, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in the high places. And so in fighting off, uh, there's something we call emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um, and emotional intelligence basically is being aware of myself. It is, it is, it is two things. It is self-awareness and self-mastery. And as leaders, we must first of all know ourselves. We, we should sure. know our strengths and our, and our what I call growth areas. Gotcha. So we should, we can do... Uh, spiritual gifts inventory. Mm -hmm. uh, we can do a temperament inventory we, to know if we are extroverts, introverts, and know that all of these temperaments have their uh, strengths. That we are both, we're all two sides of a coin. Yeah. You know, um, fighting off. Um, fighting off means that we are to also deal with the issues that would sidetrack us. I take it. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are many detours in leadership. There are many distractions and, um, and you get discouraged. Yes. So what else should we fight off? Uh, anything else? <clears throat> well, we have to fight off and we even spoke in our part one about fighting off uh, uh, things that will weigh us down mm -hmm. and in other words, we should strategically work to run in our lane or to box in our track. We must realize that uh, a boxing match has, has, has 15 rounds, as it were, sure. and uh, everything can't be accomplished in, in round one. We say, live to fight another day, we say. Yeah. And so fighting off means a, a certain detachment. Mm and a certain focus. But finally, I think we must fight on. We must fight on uh, and not give up. Mm. And Nehemiah 4 and verse 20, a lovely text in the Bible, Nehemiah 4.20 simply says, so we labored in the work. Forgive me, verse 20 says, in what place therefore ye hear the sound of the trumpet, resort ye thither unto us, and our God shall fight for us. I think in the final analysis, it, this is about God, isn't it? And Jeff, we'll have to stop right there. Thank you so much. This has been a fascinating journey, understanding 
more really important and helpful details about success principles for servant leaders. And we would like to thank you for joining us for another program of Ministry in Motion.